0: Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast, a short mix of career advice, philosophy, and soft skills from successful author and software developer, John Sonmez. Hey What's up? John Sanmez from SimpleProgrammer.com. So I got another interview for you today, and I'm I'm pretty excited about this one. I haven't done an interview in a while, but I've got a gentleman today that uh, that I really want you you all to hear uh, because I think he's just got some really valuable advice. He's got a real interesting uh, career and in, in just direction that he's going. And and you know you know me I don't I don't really believe in in coincidences, and uh, and it's it's pretty amazing how you know just around the the time that I, I did that that video on, on porn and masturbation with you know some people found uncomfortable, but I think it's a, it's an important topic to address. Uh, that that Doc Testosterone, uh, who I'm about to, about to give you turn you over to in, in a second here, uh, has been producing that kind of content and really helping with this. And I think has a, a mission to you know the same we're aligned sort of in this this same sort of mission. So I think it, I think it'd be real interesting f- uh, to to talk to Doc Testosterone for a little bit. And, and see what, uh, what he has to say. I think he's got a lot of valuable advice. I've been following a lot of his, his content and it's, it's really good. It's really the, the kind of stuff that I think—I feel like we've got a, a, a serious alignment here. So Anyway, uh, without further ado, I want to introduce you to the Doctor testosterone himself with his full amazing beard. Uh, why don't you give a little bit more background about, about yourself?
1: Yeah. Hey, John. Thanks again for having me here, man. Really appreciate it. I, I love the work you're doing because you're not just focusing on that career thing that a lot of guys do, but you're also making it holistic, thinking about health aspects. You're thinking about things that people do that may not have a computer science career. You're looking at the holistic, organic, uh, you know, natural ways to be better men. Uh, and and you know improve our masculinity. So I, I love what you're doing. So thanks again for having me here.
0: Yeah, um, thanks, sir. Yeah, thanks so, for coming on. You know? and and bearing with us on the second take here. My computer crashed, so we're doing this again. <laughs> yeah,
1: bro. Uh, all good. So so my name is Farhan Farhan Kawaja. Um, I'm a PhD in neuroscience. I started off in the computer science world. I got my degree in computer science engineering from Texas. Uh so I you know I was a programmer for many years. I worked for IBM, for Nortel. Uh you know did a lot of uh n- sleep deprived nights uh, <laughs> coding as as a lot of you already know uh you know just my health was was pretty shitty. I um uh, you know eating those potato chips and Pepsi and all that at night and and never exercising. I just didn't really care about health. I didn't care about fitness. I didn't care about anything that is will improve my energy levels and my things that have to do with testosterone, basically. So, uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, and then I, and then eventually I um, got my PhD. I, I switched from computer science to neuroscience. It was a computational degree, so I did a lot of programming during that, too. And then eventually, when I graduated, I realized that my masculinity, or my manliness, was very bad. And the quantitative proof of that was when I got my testosterone checked; it was really low. It was that of an 82-year-old man.
0: Oh, there you go. (laughs) Uh, And
1: that was this is a a a few years ago. So I decided, you know, I graduated in 2013. I decided to get a 180 going. uh, You know, leave that academic aspect of life and focus more on the man aspect. So, for example, getting my fitness back in order. Right. Uh, understanding health. I started reading medical textbooks about testosterone. Um, I watched a lot of YouTube videos, you know, Elliot Hulse uh, included. You know, he, he's a guy that both of us know very well. Uh, one very famous uh, YouTube celebrity. So I started doing that. And then eventually, uh, so, so there was a few things that I felt that I was lacking in, in the man department. So one was I did not have enough sexual experiences. Right. I was very socially anxious. I had just a lot of stress around people. Uh, it was just kind of isolated environment. You know, I was I was in the lab. I was recording from monkeys. You know, putting electrodes in their brain, recording from the visual system here, and I would do that for 12 to 14 hours a day, seven days a week. Right. My boss was a Harvard guy, so you know, I was his first student. We were starting the lab out, so it, it was it was very stressful. But you know what? I was happy. Yeah. That's what's interesting, right? Because when you're getting validation, you're getting that dopamine spike. Your, your brain doesn't really know the difference between, you know, watching porn or doing experiments and getting good grades or doing just programming something or uh, you know going to a club and, and, and dancing with a girl or like your brain doesn't know. What what it knows is neurotransmitters are being released. Right. right? It, it it knows the chemical nature of of what's going on inside the brain. That's all it knows. So I started realizing this. I mean, obviously, I have the neuroscience degree, but I never put the two and two together. It was just, look, you know, I, I did this, these experiments and now I have my, my degree and now I can be in academia and win the Nobel Prize one day. Right. That's sort of my mindset. Right. But then one day I realized that the, Academic field was not gonna get me my goals. It's not gonna get me the experiences that I want in life, right? So then I I, I took a little turn. I uh, you know I actually worked for a company that teaches guys how to do pickup, how right. to uh, you know pick up women, how to you know go to bars and talk to women because I had no idea how to do that, right? Like I had never had a girlfriend before. I was very just very nerdy, geeky. Person, you know, got the best grades. I was top of my class. It was just I was that guy who, who you know, crushed the curve. Yeah, uh, you know, and then people hated me. That I was that guy.
0: And, I'm and, sure and, no one can relate to you on this channel. You know, that's watching. <laughs> no none, none, none the programmers out there. No, you guys are all suave. You never had, you know, this this issue, right? So
1: yeah, yeah, and 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 you know what? Look, look, man. It's at the end of the day, it's about happiness. It's about just being peaceful inside right. right look externally yeah you know erections and libido and muscle mass energy levels all this stuff is related to being a man and and you know testosterone obviously which we'll, we'll get into a little bit later but it's at the end of the day it's about are do you have peace right. right when you wake up are you do you feel groggy do you do you feel like this inner satisfaction fulfillment and I did not right and and that's that's basically why I said, you know, forget all this stuff. I'm gonna go to Vegas. So I I moved to Vegas a week after I did my dissertation. So uh, you know I <laughs> right?
0: There you go. Yep.
1: Yeah, I did so I did my oral defense. Uh, right. it, was, it went really well. I, I didn't even sleep that night. I was so excited, you know. They they congratulated me, Dr. Farhan Kawaja, blah blah blah. I was like, Yeah, yeah, whatever. And then uh and then one week later cuz i was looking forward to going to vegas and and talking to girls right like right. that was like i need to do this cuz i had already kind of handled that academic thing that intellectual pursuit in life yeah. right um so and and it's it, it wasn't just academics right like if you think of religion or just spirituality and and meditation and stuff i had also handled that very well right so right. i was that kid in my you know, we call it a jamaat kind of. It's like a mosque, you know, for Muslims. It's it's like something where you, all the parents of our entire, you know, five thousand people in in that in that prayer hall looked at me as that model kid. Right. right. They would tell their their children, "Be like Farhan." Why aren't you more like Farhan? Why, you know what I mean? So yeah, was that kid? Right. And I was so crazy about that stuff that. I had memorized the entire like prayer stuff. So, you know, usually people read from this little thing, this laminated document, but I had just memorized everything because I had gone like seven days a week. I would go twice a day. I would wake up at 3.30 in the morning, get there at 4 a.m. just to meditate. So I was like this crazy person who was, you know, a programmer and a neuroscientist, but also very religious right? I was very much into that thing. And, 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 and by religious, I, you know, I mean like, you know, I was doing a lot of community service. I was visiting seniors in their nursing homes, all that stuff. Right. And all that was good. It was providing me with that dopamine, that validation, that, that, you know, fulfillment, but it wasn't going to get me those experiences that I needed in life. Right. So then, so, you know, you, you look at me now, now I just don't pray. I, right. I don't pray uh, I would say I'm still spiritual. You know, I did my 20 minutes of meditation in the morning. I still do that. But in terms of actually going to a place physically, doing ceremonies and rituals, man, haven't done that in a long time. I can't even remember the last time I did that. Right. So, and, and you know what? Nothing bad or good. It's all no. about, right? It's, it's all about, so the way I think of my life is buckets, right? There's buckets that we need to fill, right? right. There's a health bucket. There's the sex bucket. There is the family bucket. There's the intimacy bucket. Because intimacy and sex don't always have to be the same, right? Then there is the money bucket, right? There's all these buckets. And for me, during my, my undergrad, my grad studies, the, the sex and the girls and the intimacy bucket was, like, really shitty, exactly. right? It was, like, 0 out of 10. and so But the other guys were, like, 10 out of 10 or even overflowing, like, 14 out of 10. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to sacrifice some aspects of my life to get those other buckets, you know, start filling them up with some goodness. So, uh, so that's what I did, man. I moved to Vegas a week after I graduated. I started working for this company, Real Social Dynamics. Uh, I was at this place called Las Vegas Immersion, where we would literally go out every day, seven days a week, seven nights a week. We would get filmed by instructors and coaches and and all these assistants while we were talking to girls, we would have breakdown of the, that footage, uh, and then you know the, the instructor would tell us that no, you need you should do this, and you should have done this, or you did this the wrong way, this the right way. So we would break that down. We would have training every day.
0: Oh wow! Then, yeah,
1: it, it was it was nuts. And then eventually, eventually, I became in proficient enough because you know I was, I was like, dude, I was just like, I was just like a nerd even in that, right? All <laughs> like right. out of that. So I became proficient enough that they made me a coach.
0: Right, exactly. That
1: they made me the director of that program. So I uh, so I handled all the the director I was handling, you know, 46 students at one point from all over the world. So I would get guys from Norway and Australia and Slovakia and Mozambique and and basically they were what I used to be. Right? right. They'd be like really afraid to talk. to. Girl, and it was a bunch of problems. You know, they some of them had porn induced erectile dysfunction, you know, P I E D. So, we can talk about porn in this video too. Uh, so, then I became the director for, for them, and then I did that for a year. But then, being director and doing all that stuff at the end of the day was still intellectual, right? Right, because exactly. I had to yeah. handle business, I had to handle, I had to make all the structure of the whole business. Right, I had to handle the finances, so it was still intellectual. It was just from a business perspective. So I still didn't have that. That hey, you know what? I'm just free, and yeah, I, I'm just gonna go pimp it all the time. I didn't have that, unfortunately, and that took a toll of my on my health.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. still it's in totally your comfort zone, right? right? It's still you're in your head at that point, not not down here, you know. So yeah, so it's like you can achieve these things, but still be. From intellectual, you're usually you're relying on the, on the thing that you have the mastery of already.
1: Absolutely, man, and and it's this left brain right brain thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's not exactly like you know how people say there's it. like two brains. Right. Of course, they're 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 communicating, they're related. But I tend to be from a traditional perspective very left brain, right? right. I, I Make mean, very scientist by training, very analytical. I you know try to break down, deconstruct everything that happens in right. my life, right? I, I think about it. And, and that might not be healthy all the time. So once Vegas happened, I took a toll on my health again, right? We were sleeping around 7 a.m. every day. It was not according to circadian rhythm. Exercise was was just like almost zero. So it was not that I was working on my health. I was working on my girls' skills, my, my, my sex stuff, right? right? Like My sexual energy, I was trying to build that up. So then... When I thought, you know what, this bucket is like getting there. You know, it's not, it's not not even you know nearly full, but it's getting there. So I said, you know what? In order for me to actually get there, I have to improve my health. Right? right. I have to and right. it's not just my health, right? Because look, I my grad school loan is like huge, right? I mean, this is like 10 years, like three years of master's, seven years of PhD. There's a lot of a lot of money I spent, you know, from the loan that the, the government gave me. So now I was like, you know what? I'm here pimping and stuff, but I still got to get shit done. I have to yeah. make money. I have to like, make real money. I have to provide real value to the world. I have to provide real benefit. Right there, I'm providing benefit, but it's not something that I can scale. It's not something that's related to my, my degree. right? So I said, you know what? That's great. I'm going to go learn about business. I'm going to go learn about entrepreneurship. So after that, that uh, this is a long intro, by the way. <laughs> this is great.
0: No, I mean, because this, this is a path, right? I think, you know, yeah, and, that this is, people, it's important for people to see that the path is not always straight. I think that's, right. and, and you highlight that excellently. So so go on.
1: Yeah, because the, the benefit here for, you know, for, for you who's listening, the benefit is try to understand that if you really want something, you're going to have to make some crazy sacrifices. Yeah. What what's interesting is that now that I look back and I just like just the retrospect and I think I get shocked about what I did, right? I'm like, (laughs) mind, because I was like, look, three years ago I was here, like, I mean, I was like in a room in, in Montreal, and there was a monkey sitting next to me in a box, and he was like looking at an LED on the computer monitor. And I had an electrode, like actually, I sometimes three electrodes second is rated three different areas. It's like very this sophisticated apparatus that I built myself from scratch. Right. right? I was injecting chemicals, trying to shut off different parts of his brain. Like, holy cow, I was doing that three years ago. Right. And now I'm in like my, I'm in Miami here now. And, and like, you know, doc testosterone and the YouTube and so on. So, exactly. Right. So, so then I went to Silicon
0: Valley. So I spent oh, hold on, hold on one second. I actually want to. I'll yep. break it. Apart, make a comment on on a couple of things you said before. I forget so far in in your journey too. One of them, just just as a you know, as a commentary, as a, a good indicator, you know, and I'm curious if you agree with me, is that. You know, when you go into a pursuit like you did, like, because you spent so much time in academia, I mean, you pursued this PhD, and then immediately after you got this PhD, what did you do? You didn't go and get a job like you're supposed to do. You went a totally different direction. And sometimes, like, when that kind of shit happens in life, when you're like, you're pursuing something so damn hard, and then all of a sudden you feel this urge, you got to go another direction, that is like, that's a good indicator that you need to do it right it's like it's one of those moments that you have in life that you're like okay there's some I don't know whatever you believe in some outside forces guiding me and, and pointing me in the right direction that I, that I need to go um, so so I wanted to make a point on that and then the other thing that- I want to say about the buckets that because I really like that that idea because it's and that's that focus on holistic. Like if you're missing stuff from buckets, like if you have a car that has one that one wheel is fallen off, that car is going to crash. And and I think a lot of people don't get that. So I, I really appreciate both of those. I mean, both of those examples just in your story that that I think a lot of people could could benefit from.
1: Yeah. Hey, you know what? I totally agree, man. So. The, the one X factor that I think about is pain, right? right? pain, this, this, this need, this drive to do something. And don't think of your life as a, I need to do this thing. Because I know a lot of guys, they, I you know, I, I follow them. Gary Vaynerchuk, Seth Godin, uh, even investors like Chris Saka. You know, these guys, I, I read a lot about these guys and their biography and all the books they've written. And... One thing, and Tim Ferriss obviously too, and one thing that a lot of them talk about is focus on your strengths, focus on your strengths, focus on your strengths. Now, the caveat that they miss is that you can only focus on your strength if
0: your weaknesses are at a threshold. Yes, Precisely. And, and You know what's right? really interesting about that as well is sometimes your weaknesses have more potential to become your greatest strengths because you don't take them for granted and you actually have to work on them, whereas the things that you naturally have strengths in—and a lot of people don't get this as well—is you take them for granted and you never develop the work ethic and the character that it takes to build those things. So Everything that, that used to be my greatest weakness in life is now my greatest strength and it's because of that reason. And I think a lot of people would benefit from hearing more. Of, What you just said and and that rather than focus on your strength, that's that's obvious advice to me.
1: Yeah, because like and 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 what I what I'm saying here, I mean, we've provided a lot of benefit to guys, right? I mean, over the last three years, I mean I'm getting like two hundred and fifty snaps a day now. Right. Specifically about, about porn addiction. Hey, I'm right now, I'm not jerking off anymore. It's been seven days, but I need to relapse. Or I, you know, I, I, I'm feeling like I'm going to relapse. What should I do? What is this tip? So it's like there are so many guys who need to recover and overcome this pain. But some of them, actually most of them, the pain is not enough. That's all. Right? I would say, look, I'm fortunate, man. I'm just fortunate. Right? For me, the pain was so much that I was like, yeah, okay, I have a PhD. So what? right? Like, okay, it's great. I mean, I graduated from a great university, whatever. You know, when I used to go to conferences, everyone used to know me, right? Okay. So when, when, I, when I left academia, they, were, they thought I was crazy. They're like, wait, you're going to Vegas. You're famous in this field. Like people know you. I was getting offers to do my postdoc at places like Harvard, right? And I was like, you know what? It doesn't matter because right. that is not going to get me what I want in life right right so so that pain has to be there and look a lot of even like if you're listening here and you already have those buckets handled right you've already crossed that threshold then it's cool like you yeah. you, you don't have to do crazy stuff you don't have to like go extreme for right. me personally and for all the guys that I've taught in the past they have that pain you know like you know we had doctors who like you know just physicians like there's one cardiologist from South Carolina he would work in South Carolina for one week, then he would fly to Vegas for three weeks and just pimp every day with us. Yeah. Right, and this guy's making like half a million a year, and he's not getting laid. I mean, right. right? Like, it's not about the money. It's not about just the money or the or or, or how, you know the, the power you have or, or you, some kind of career that you achieve. That's not gonna get it, right? You have to have a holistic. Everything has to be handled. Like, if it's an equation, you think of different parameters. Right? There's all these free parameters in your equation, and each of them has to have a certain weight for you to get that result, right? And so for me, that was the, that was the first step, right? The, the girls part. And then I was like, look, I need to, get, I need to make money, right? right. Because the, the hottest girls I'm not really going to get just because I have good game or just like my personality is really amazing or I can like spit out some stupid line. It's not about that, Right? Because in order for you to get a high-quality girl, you need to have a certain,
0: you know, Status. your finances. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You handle? Status, exactly, right? And, yeah. and, and money and having that income is a big part of that. So I was like, you know what? Look, grad school did not teach me business. I'm going to go learn about business, right? So then I went to Silicon Valley. I, I spent a lot of time in tech. Uh, I spent a lot of time talking to VCs. I actually, it was so funny, what I would do is, I had all these friends from grad school who, who were working for consulting uh, consulting companies like BCG and McKinsey, Bain. So what I would do is I would take a bus, right? This is another one of those sacrifice craziness. <laughs> I would take a bus to different cities and I would spend the weekend doing cases with them, like just business cases. So we would knock oh, out yeah. like 100 cases in a in a span of one weekend, right? And my, my, my kind of like, what am I going to give to them? The benefit I would give them is I said, you can pick whatever restaurants you want to eat at. I got you.
0: Right? Yeah,
1: there you go. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're getting like a thousand dollars an hour here, right? So I mean they're doing me a favor, you know, because I'm their friend and they understand, you know, how, how good I was in academia. So they understand that I will succeed in, in future things. So there was that that return. So I went to like maybe five, six different cities, like Toronto, Chicago, uh, Tampa. Anyway, I went to a few cities. And then what I would do is I would go there in the bus. You know, Some bus rides were 24 hours, whatever. I, I would do that. I would do the cases, and then I'd come back. So I was working on my business training when I was in Silicon Valley. So I would talk to VCs. I, I did the tech thing. And then I became pretty good at it, right? So I, and, and during that time, I started my company, Doc Testosterone, because what I realized is the one thing that I can contribute to the world because of my pain because of my experiences is this journey to becoming the ultimate man or the man of your prime or you know whatever you want to call it right the word i don't like to use the word alpha because that's like i don't know the connotations kind of become whack now
0: exactly um,
1: right but like like become the man that that you know the the strongest version of yourself like says, right or like oprah says the best version of yourself whatever so then i said okay I, I got this handled. So now, in order for me to get my health, fitness handled, to learn how to deadlift and and squat and, and so on, I need to go to the, the guy who's the best in the world, and that's Elliot Hulse. Right. Right. So then, my previous boss, who's uh, uh, his, his name is Owen Cook, you know, RSD Tyler is his is his, uh, his you know, nickname on the internet. He is a very good friend of Elliot Hulse. So then he called Elliot and said, Farhan's coming to you, uh, and you know he's a great person take him. So then Elliot welcomed me with open arms. I became his director as well. Yep. And there at strength camp, I spent eight months. You know, I, I doubled all of my lifts. I mean, it was amazing, man. Like uh, just all the compound movements. I worked out six times a week. I had a neurosomatic therapist. He's also on my channel. Sir Symmetry is his name. He worked on me twice a week. I had like pain all over my body, man. <laughs> And yeah. see, now it wasn't like this kind of pain, right? Because this kind of pain is when you're programming and you're like, oh, you know, what should you know what what should I do here? What algorithm should I use? What data structure? And you know, you 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 get complicated with that, and you try to figure out this code. I was doing that with my body. Exactly. Right? I was I was feeling like this, uh, there was some. Sometimes I would do a deadlift, and just like I would be I would be at the top, and just that oxygen deprivation for that those milliseconds was were like holy cow crazy painful right so there is when i kind of developed my doc testosterone plan which is like my fitness plan and just like all the videos and the the books and stuff that's where i wrote everything and and that you know that experience at strength camp helped me become what i am today you know here in miami and uh recently we've been doing a lot of porn addiction stuff because what we're we kind of Look, we kind of go where the clients want, right? So clients have a demand. They have a need. We try to provide that benefit because, I mean, I could do it. I could focus on how to grow muscle, how to get better erections and and have higher libido and energy levels. But then now guys are like, no, no, no. We can't do that because we're – Jerking off six times a day.
0: Right. Right? <laughs> we have got this crutch. <laughs> you know, you gotta get rid of the crutch first before there's no point trying to run when you're still using crutches. Gotta get rid of the crutches, then you can run. Then you can train. Yeah.
1: Perfect example. Perfect example. It's it's that bucket thing, right? So if you look at the man bucket, you got all these things, but then inside of the testosterone bucket, you got other things, right? So yep. it's not just about like, oh, male characteristics like the beard or the 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 hair or whatever. It's it's more. What are you stuck at, which is not allowing you to get to where you need to be?
0: Exactly. So that's
1: why, right? So recently we've been doing a lot of porn addiction. I, I actually work here in a uh, rehab uh, addiction rehab clinic here in, uh, in Miami. So, you know, I'm access to a lot of therapists, uh, you know, guys who like been doing this for decades, very certified. So right now we're trying to develop certain guidelines and policies that we can actually take to the government because look, the government doesn't recognize porn addiction as a real thing. Right. Obviously, right? Porn right. industry is over a hundred billion dollars. Right. Uh, you, you know, the Bang Bros headquarters are here in Miami, like, right here, right? Like, uh, oh yeah, right here, yeah, right. And then other other porn companies here. Pornhub is here, and and so the point is, uh, I'm trying to collaborate with clinics. I'm also collaborating with the University of Miami. Uh, we have another. An, Nothing official yet, but, but we're, we're looking at that because what we want to do is be the world leader in overcoming porn addiction and devise specific guidelines on how to do that, yes. right? Because you can boost testosterone, right, naturally, you know, diet, exercise, sleep, and getting rid of toxins and all that, but this other aspect of addiction is always going to be there, and, and it's okay. huge, right? Because that, that's going to affect everything, man. That, it's breaking up families, Oh, I mean, yeah. I, this one guy recently, he's addicted to, I don't know how graphic you want me to get, but he's addicted to uh, something known as Rosebuddy. Basically, they, there's these girls who stick some object in, in, their, in their ass overnight, and then during the porn session during the day in the morning, uh, their rectum falls out, uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, I, I was like, What? And he's like, yeah. He's like, look, I've been watching that, you know. And there's like a foursome going on. So like, the rectum will fall out, and then they'll put like honey on it and like lick it. And oh like,
0: that's Right. So, <laughs> so you, now, get, now you, you progress there, right? That people don't realize that you have to. Pro- you will progress down a path, like just like people eventually. People die when they're addicted to heroin. Eventually, that's their that's their end. It will happen because they you cannot you cannot just have a sustenance level. It, that, that level increases of any kind of addiction right that's
1: totally agree man and it's the suicidal nature is there it's not that oh there's only suicides with with heroin and meth no there are suicides with porn addiction it just doesn't come out because it's for for one reason it's also it it, it co-occurs right because if someone has an addictive personality as they say which i don't even know what that means but like yeah okay some 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 person might be predisposed to having a certain threshold of dopamine in his brain okay that's definitely possible right or other hormones oxytocin even testosterone obviously we know that but that is sort of the porn addiction is co-occurring with heroin and meth and alcohol so what they do is they say oh he died or he committed suicide because of an alcohol abuse or alcohol addiction we don't really know right? right so so that's what's going on and and yeah man we're right now we're full on man full on
0: like just that's
1: addiction awesome. all in uh right now, over the next two three weeks i i did a some i i interviewed some some celebrities like in fitness and, and dating and stuff so i'm gonna bring that in the next two weeks taking a little break but then again full on with this stuff man collaborating with policy makers and, and academics and yeah, and, and you know what? I feel like in, in this whole world, it just seems to me I'm very confident that I'm the guy to do this, yes. right? Because I got the neuroscience, the fitness, the, the testosterone stuff, and it's it's just something people need. And you know what, what's interesting? There's going to be guys in the world that are going to know more than me, right? Because they've been studying uh, addi- the addiction field for the last 30 years. But what they don't have is the ability to actually educate the public in in, exactly. in the real world yeah they, they don't have any clue right because they're talking to academics who already know this stuff right they're not talking to the 15 year old or the eight year old who's addicted to porn today right so that's one aspect the second aspect is they're not good at the the social aspect of exactly. how things are happening right like they, they're not on snapchat they're not on youtube so it's very hard for them to actually get that pop culture, actually get it into those kids' heads because those kids are on Snapchat. The, the kid, kid is not coming to the Society for Neuroscience Conference, let's just say, right? Right, exactly. So it's kind of like, I'm, I'm, I just got lucky, man. I, I mean, I'm very fortunate to be in this position, and man, I'm going all in, working day and night uh, on this stuff and, and, and taking care of my health, too.
0: Awesome. And, you know, I think what's really important too is 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 what you know one thing that you provide as well, which which I, I, I found so beneficial and, and of course, you know, I, I tried to do as well, is is this idea that it's the mindset too. It's like because and I think you you mentioned this in your story too, it's not what you do, it's who you become. And when that focus shifts, when you're when you you know if you're just trying to break an addiction, porn addiction, you're like, oh, this is bad, it's ruining my marriage. Or fine, you know, it's slap on the wrist type of like, I got to do this because it like I want to stop smoking because it's killing me. Okay, that's a very bad motivator. Like, yeah, you can do it. Yeah, you can apply the you know. But but if it's like, hey, I want to be the best version of myself possible. It's about who I'm going to become. It's like I'm breaking this addiction because. I want to be a better man because a better man is is who I'm called to be. This is my mission in life. I can do this that is such a that's a higher purpose it's a higher calling and and i think a lot of people you know from the very analytical side they don't have that heart that you have and that heart for people and and that 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 higher calling when you call people to a higher purpose and you say you got to change not because it's killing you not because it's harmful to the environment or because it's harmful to the world or it'll make you more money but you got to change because you are not living up to your potential you need to become This thing, and you feel it in your heart. You know what you're supposed to be, and and it's calling to you. And this is the this is why you're going to do this. That's such a more powerful motivator. That was what makes people change deeply. And and I mean, that's for me. That was the thing that changed. You know, I mean, I like with with my porn addiction. It was an instant. As soon as I realized that, as soon as I conceptualized in my mind, I was like, wow and it was cold turkey, and it was done. I mean, it's not, not necessarily that everyone's going to fall on that same step, but I think that if you don't have that mindset, then, then all of these analytical approaches don't make much sense because they don't impact, they don't hit you. you know, they may hit you here, but they don't hit you here where it really matters, where you really care.
1: Yeah, man, totally agree. And you know, one, just one thing I would add to that is this yeah. concept of contribution.
0: Yes. Right? Because,
1: look, honestly, if it, if it was up to me, I would just be traveling the world, right? Going to yeah. Colombia and Kiev and Stockholm and just like partying all the time. Like honestly, this is what I this is what I want to do. I just want to travel sure. and party, right? And and you know what? I would be very happy with that because I would be able to explore more of my sexuality. I would be more in my body, I would meditate more, I would be with nature. That's actually what I want to do. But the thing that is keeping me from that is contribution i feel that i have a responsibility to all of these guys who don't have anybody else exactly i mean and 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 obviously they do have other people it's just i'm in a some really lucky some stars lining up position to do this because i i just have i just have the background and i understand this field really well and i have been through it that's the other thing i've been through it right i mean I mean, I, I didn't start when I was eight, but you know, I was, it was early and, right. uh, it, it was, it was, it was years, years and years You know, almost a decade of addiction. So it's because I understand them, I resonate with them and I can solve it because I solved it myself. Exactly. That contribution, that responsibility is just saying, you know what you can't do, you can't just party your trouble, but exactly. I will one day, I will one day. Yeah, when, you, when you're uh, done,
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, I totally relate. I mean, it's it's kind of like why am I doing this channel and doing the simple programmer stuff? I mean, I kind of I made my millions and and I, I sort of you know I retired for like two months and then I was like, well, wait a minute, I have a bigger purpose and mission and I, and it, it, contribution is such a big part of your life. I think a lot of people don't realize that they're like, oh, I got to get my thing, I got to get my girl, got to get my money, got to get my whatever it is, and they don't realize that it's not going to be you. You're going to achieve that. That's fine. Yeah, you know, if you read the right books if you put your you know do the right things you'll you'll get all that stuff but you'll again going back to what you said earlier you'll have achievement without fulfillment and achievement without fulfillment is is that's that's where suicide that's where you're like wow uh, gosh i guess life is really meaningless but that contribution is that that piece i think that is so critical and any path that you're on i think that doesn't involve contribution is 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 one that's not going to be f- fulfilling so yeah i'm in, i'm in total agreement with you on that Totally, man. And you know, it, it's not easy. It's not easy to learn that because I'll give you my
1: example. When I was in the academic field, look, sci- I actually made a video. Uh, scientists and professors are fucking assholes. Like, that's a video, man, yeah. right? It's like, <laughs> nice. You know, so, and, and they are. And, and, and the reason is because in academia, there's not a notion of, oh, how can I use my research to help people? How right. can I use my research to actually make people happy day to day. It's not that. It's how can I publish so I can maybe win the Nobel Prize one day so when I go into a conference you know, with my suit on, people can pat me on the back and give me jobs and, 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 and ask to collaborate with me. I mean, man, it's all validation. It's all right. it's just like they just want that dopamine spike. They want the, those receptors to, to get the dopamine. And it's like in any shape or form, they're going to do it. And, and it's the same way. It's the same So oh, yeah. I'm glad I got out of there. Uh, and, and and of course, look, I respect the field very much, and that's why I'm collaborating with, with uh, physicians and scientists and so on. Because, look, man, it's always a holistic effort. You know, like I'm teaming up with you here, right? We're collaborating. So it's that that we – in order to achieve any goal, we have to have weirdos from all different fields coming in and like, exactly. just like weird backgrounds like – yeah, you know, like, like mind-boggling training, and we come together, and boom, we actually make something happen, make change happen. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's so true. It's uh, I I, t- I totally agree with you. Yeah, especially in you know, I mean, and we have the same problem in 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 computer science, right? In, in programmers, that as as academia is is this this focus on again on what you can accomplish, you know, and it's a false sense of ego, right? It's just like I mean, you know, I could even say like probably. And, you know t- tell me if I'm wrong here but even when you you had the mental aspect when you went to Vegas and you're picking up girls with with pickup lines or you know you're you're using like tactics uh, it, it's it's equivalent to someone a programmer or someone in the academia that that has accomplished some goal you know, maybe maybe they get the Nobel Prize or you know they get whatever but they don't they don't feel it, <laughs> it, it it's a false confidence it's it's seeking external validation still it's all external validation it's like I have to do these things so that other people will tell me I'm great but when you're following the thing that you—when you're trying to become a better person, when you're trying to become the better version of yourself, it's internal validation. You, you now know you don't have—it doesn't matter if anyone acknowledges you when you wake up in the morning and, and says that you're an awesome person or you did a good job because you feel it and and you know, and that's, and that, that's key difference I think is what a lot of people never ever see or get in their life and once you experience that, you've got to share that with the rest of the world. Dude, totally agree. And one thing that thinking about all the stuff you said
1: about, uh, I mean, the better, you can become a better person, contribution and stuff like that, but you have to be very careful mm-hmm. not to let external gadgets yeah, yeah. build things, right? So like simple example for me, right? So there was a time when I would – read my Facebook news feed a lot, right? Oh, yeah. I would be like, you know, or, or, or check my email a lot all the time and reply to emails, uh, my Snapchat friend requests, my Instagram likes. I was addicted to that stuff like crazy, right? And I realized that these tech companies, like they're neuroscientists. Like they know what, what the hell is going on, right? So when you get that little heart in Instagram or, you know, this many comments, you get the dopamine you need. You, you, you get the craving. You fulfill that craving. You're exploring. You're, you're getting the validation. Now, what I started doing recently, I'm going to make a video about this probably next week, uh, how to focus on what you really want to do in terms of contribution and fulfillment, right. but at the same time stay away from everything that gives you that false hope that you just talked about huge, man. I mean, it's changing my life. This is changing my life. I swear to God. It's like Seth Godin, right? When Seth Godin got asked, uh, why aren't you on Twitter? He's like, look, I could be on Twitter. I could be in the top 10 on Twitter, but then I can't write my blog. Then right. I can't read, then I can't write the 18 New York times bestsellers because now I'm tweeting like a thousand times a day. Exactly. So, so for him, it was like, look, if you're, if let's say you get a writer's blog, I mean, a lot of programmers will, will, will sympathize with this too. If you have a writer's block, I mean, a is writing code. So if you have a writer's block, you, you're kind of stuck. What Seth always says is, get bored. Don't yeah. do anything. Like, if you're sitting there, you're like, oh, I don't know what to type next. Don't go on your Facebook and get that validation. Just sit there and do nothing. Exactly. Because that thing is tricking you. That social media, that internet, that video game, that potato chip, that sugar, like whatever addiction you have, it's tricking you to get get this fulfillment that's not real fulfillment that's fake yeah so stay away from it just like train yourself just like slap yourself do something and like train yourself to not do that so you can contribute and do what you really want to
0: exactly it, it's funny too you know one thing i think a lot of people don't realize with the facebook feeds too is like especially with all the political stuff that we have in there now it's like if you go in in the morning and you go to Facebook first, and you spend 30 minutes reading through your Facebook feed, and you see all this emotional stuff stuff you're like, I don't, I'm for gun control, I'm against gun control. You know, something is going to light you up gay, not gay, you know, whatever it is, Trump, Hillary, you know, one of those things is going to light you up and you're going to be pissed off, right? Even if you don't respond in the comment, you expend a huge amount of emotional energy to process this stuff. Then you go down and you sit down to do your work. Now you're, you, now it's like you've been working for three hours already really hard because you've just expended that energy but you've produced nothing for it you've just you've, you've not contributed to the world you've not contributed to yourself you've harmed your mental health and your emotional stability and now you're tired you're exhausted uh, so so it's it's really interesting you know I've definitely discovered it myself is like You know, I I'd be curious. I'll I'll have to show you. I've got a system where I where I schedule my week, and I basically like work on the big rocks first, like the deep work stuff. Um, And and I start there, and I don't let all that you know get the thing done. Like just before we did this interview, you asked me what I was doing, and I was like, oh, I just finished writing doing two pomodori for doing for writing my book. And it's like because that's the. You know, you got to get that stuff done. Otherwise, all that other stuff is like it, it, it gives you no benefit, but it drains you just as much as if you just did a whole bunch of hard work, or deep work.
1: Absolutely, man. Like, basically, you, you mentioned what's in the the one thing that, that book yeah, by Gary Keller, right? Great it's, book. Uh, the first thing you do is supposed to be your one thing. You know, for the first, I think he said, like, first three, four hours of the day, focus on your one thing because that will make everything else easier. Or irrelevant. Right? So you get you do your if you if you're actually writing your code, you're getting that fulfillment, or you're contributing to someone, you're you're helping someone. Now you already have the fulfillment. So you don't need your you don't need Facebook. You don't need to check your Instagram likes or whatever, you know, Snapchat followers. You don't care. Now you could check it, but it's not that you need to check it. You might check it because that's gonna allow you to contribute even more or or fulfill even more, but from a deeper sense of view. And, and you know what? It, this is going to be different from, for everyone. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, I'm just telling you my perspective uh, for you listening. It could be very, you might not even have Snapchat. So it's irrelevant to you. But it, it's whatever is in your life that you are doing that gets your fulfillment in a fake way. Exactly. Just, uh, just one week try to not do that. Just one week and, and see it's going to change your life.
0: Yeah. For the it's interesting you'd be uh, I, I think i'd talk to you about it, but i think you'd you'd like to you'd like some of tony robbins stuff too because he talks about the the basic human needs and he talks about how you can have sort of uh not you know, secondary ways of 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 fulfilling them of of achieving these things that just are like sustenance, it gets you by. You can survive, but it's not a higher level. And it's like the, a lot of the things that you're talking about. You know, reaching the higher level It's like even the same thing. You know, bringing it back to, the, to, to even to the porn thing, right? P- porn, yeah, okay. You're beating. You're, you're you're beating. You're 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 beating a, a basic human need, right? You're ma- you're meeting the need, barely yeah. at the minimum level that you could meet it at. Whereas if you stop meeting it at that level and you start to feel the pain like you said before, then it will cause you to meet it at the higher level which will actually bring you a better fulfillment and actually make you feel Good about yourself, as opposed to feeling shitty all the time because you're just barely getting by. With you know, it's it's like scraping by the bottom of the barrel type of. So many people are fulfilling their needs with that bottom of the barrel type of need fulfilling, and that's the same thing with likes on Facebook and you know, it's all those things are just they're like they are not. That's not real communication. It's not real depth. It's not real fulfillment. It's just just what you need to just survive as a human being, but you, you want more than that in your life. You don't want just the basic level.
1: No, I totally agree, man. And and you know what? Uh, unfortunately, I mean, I don't know if it's fortunate or unfortunate, but the basic need of a human being, right? Like if you think of caveman, what is the basic need of a caveman? In today's society, a lot of gadgets and and Entities are there to fulfill those needs, porn included. Right. Now, if we think 20 years from now when VR is at scale and, and it's like commercial, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Like I'm, yeah. I'm kind of scared, man. Like, I mean, it, it's inevitable, you know, it's fine, singularity and so on. It's just if they design a VR set, headset, body set, where your brain is like 98% sure – that you are having sex with a girl and you're getting the, the touch and the bonding because of the oxytocin, you know, there's oxytocin release and, and you're, you're, you're feeling that because you're wearing a bodysuit, you, you might even have like... So what I'm thinking is with technology, with computer science, are we going to be at a level where we won't have real sex anymore? And if so, is that okay?
0: I don't know. That's you know, total re- Was it Total Recall? Was that did they? Yeah, yeah they had that right. I, I tend to think I I. It's really interesting these these questions of singularity and and this whole you know VR and the way we're going. I think we're going to find that. I mean, this will answer the question, right? Is there more than? Are we more than just a ghost in the machine, right? Is there is there something that we don't see? Is there something? I tend to think so. I tend to think that, I mean, in my own life, there you know, I, I I mentioned this several times that I feel like at some point the universe tapped me on the shoulder and said, Hey John, time to wake up, buddy. And and all of a sudden I went from this analytical, super, you know, skeptical person to, to a person who is who a lot of people say is woo-woo out there, you know, believing all this crazy stuff, which is a total flip for me. But I believe that there's, I, you know, I, I think that we're going to find the, the the answer to that question pretty soon because because I think there's more to humanity than the atoms that make us up and I, and I think there is, you know, certainly something that we are never going to be able to replicate in the in the physical world, but you know I could be wrong, but uh, but you know that's I have a strong inclination towards that.
1: Yeah. And, and I hope you're right, because I remember my senior year in undergrad, that AI class that made me switch from computer science to, to neuroscience, uh, Diane Cook, she was my, my honors thesis supervisor. She asked us, raise your hand. This is like 300 people in the class, right? AI, yeah. AI one. It's like, raise your hand if you think that we will never get to a state where a machine would replicate a human brain. And there was two people that raised their hand. It was me and my Russian friend Andre.
0: Yeah, Uh,
1: we were it in the whole class. And wow, "Uh, us like what? You know what I mean? So it's it's people have that thought. I mean, look, man, I I'm I don't know purist or like what I don't know what you would call it, but it's like I I I really do believe that human beings are you know special uh, or whatever, even even because even. Even through evolution, even through all the steps we've gone through in evolution, even, because, even through that, I just feel, you know, I mean, look, man, I've worked with monkeys, I've worked with other animals, rats, I've dissected their brains, I've looked inside, I've stained their neurons, I've done all that stuff. So I know that the brains look similar, and, and you know, I've, I've worked with these monkeys for seven years, so I know that. But I've also, I also know humans, I've also worked with humans, you know, day to day, so... I feel that yes, there is something that can't be replicated, but like, you know, Elon Musk had that video game comment recently about, uh, you know, he thinks we're in a video game, right? It's oh, in the, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was really interesting. So he has this entire thing where he talks about uh, the probability of us being part of a, of an advanced civilization is like one. It's very, very close to one, right? right. Like 100%. Uh, anyway, very interesting Elon Musk stuff. And then, uh, anyway, anyway, and then Zucks, you know, Zucks talks about his, uh, his ocular rift uh, thing where he says like 97% we would, you know, our brains would think that that it's real. So, I mean, I don't know, man. Next 20 years, we're lucky to be here. That's what I would say. We're
0: lucky. It, it, it's funny too because some of these paths actually, although they seem contradictory, they lead to the same, like they can they can point to the same direction because i mean you've got the whole zen path of that like we're all one with the universe and the universe is all one and god is one and we're all god you know we're all it's just one thing right and it, but then you've got got like like uh, like you said elon musk saying oh we're we're a simulation inside of a game of an advanced intelligence but when you play that out like when you really think about what that those both of those concepts say they both say the same thing it would be because, because if you are, a, a, you know, a simi- because because it's a, a consciousness expressing itself through through evolution, through development, through through humanity in both cases, and and whether that consciousness is consciousness is, uh, you know, a single identifiable I- entity or biological or machine or spread out distributed system, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. It's still the same. Concept, which is it, it's it's just crazy how like you know so many of those things that you know as a you know I've discovered this too just just reading through you know I've read the Bhavat Gita I've read a lot of you know Zen texts and Stoic philosophy and even even a lot of you know you know philosophers a lot of the same well like Ralph Ralph Waldo Emerson the transcendentalist right they're all saying the same. Thing at the very core level, which is so bizarre. Like even Sufi, you know, like you know, when you go into mysticism, Gnosticism, all the same exact thing, and so it, it's sort of hard to deny that at the, at this point. But uh, but but it's interesting. Most I think most people never ever reach that find that kind of connection in, in depth. I hope more people do. Maybe that's, you know, one of my missions is is to to, to reach that. But but it, it's funny how, you know, I, I feel like whatever direction we go, it's going to be the it, it doesn't matter because we're, we're it's it's all the same.
1: I love that, man. The the I I did, I uh, came across the concept of monorealism. And that's basically what you said. Monorealism, right? It's like monotheism is there's God and then there's not God. But then monorealism is it's all God. It's yeah. all energy. It's all something, and it's all holistic. It's all this this one genuine, pure power, uh, and and that's that's what you're saying, dude. I totally with you. I believe that.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. A lot of people are so opposed, but you know, a, you know, okay. for those of you listening, at, you know, I'm not trying to sell you on anything, just you know, just consider, you know, research, <laughs> you know, look in the text, but. Cool. Well, uh, you know, I think I think we should probably wrap this up, <laughs> going going for for an over an hour. But I I knew this would be an interesting conversation, you know. So uh, definitely welcome you back anytime. Glad to have you know these, these these conversations. I think a lot of a lot of my audience can benefit from from your thinking and and your experience. I want to give you a chance to uh, to first of all, all of you listening, definitely go in and check out uh, Doc Testosterone's YouTube channel and subscribe and watch his stuff especially if you are battling like if you like that video that I did on on the porn porn addiction stuff like he's really going to help you to do that because that's what he's he's focusing on and you know, and it's really important like get this solved you know get this problem solved because it is a problem and so many people won't acknowledge it as a problem I'm so glad that you're shining a light on this dark area and it's not it's it's embarrassing for a lot of people, but it shouldn't be. We should just be able to talk about this frankly, because you know that's it, realism. Honesty is where where change happens. So so definitely subscribe to them, and uh, and I'll turn it over to you. I think you've got a, a book that they can for t- for testosterone. Maybe you can tell them where they can get that a free free guide that that I think will be helpful to them as well.
1: Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, so yeah, the so the YouTube channel is there in the video. So there are a lot of different types of videos. Uh, There's very specific testosterone-related videos. I also have videos about just self-development, how to, you know, inspiration, motivation-type stuff. There's fitness stuff. Uh, And then, obviously, there's uh, the porn stuff, all the porn addiction stuff. I also have an entire series about marijuana addiction. There you go. There's an entire documentary about that, too. Um, In the videos, as you watch them, you'll get links and things like that. One of the links you'll get is to my free ebook. It's just doctestosterone.com. And that is known as the five factors killing your testosterone and how to fix them today. That's the first book I ever wrote. Right now it's the third edition. Uh, and, and yeah, that's just going to teach you something right away. You can do that. You know, just take action and boost your testosterone. And the goal of the whole channel is how to do things naturally, right? So I, I don't really get into, uh, you know, synthetic stuff too much, although I do have one video about, are actually two videos about uh, you know taking testosterone injections and stuff like that. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of value there. Um, we're almost reaching our one year anniversary, uh, so we're gonna have a, an anniversary special. So once you subscribe, you'll get all that information.
0: Awesome. Well, yeah, I really appreciate your time and you know, awesome conversation. I, I knew as soon as I started watching yourself, I was like, oh, I found a kindred spirit here. So, uh, so glad, glad to talk to you, and, and I hope that that everyone uh, benefits from from this conversation. And uh, and give you know a thumbs up, leave some comments below if you'd like to like to hear more and 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 get do do more of these interviews. I, I think definitely I'd be uh, be interested in, in 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 continuing conversation or a specific topic that you want to want to hear about. So, all right.
1: Yeah, and hey, thanks again, man. Uh, John really appreciate me you know inviting me here your guys are great you know your videos are great you're providing great value you're contributing you know we're on the same page we're in the same tribe you know we're, we're trying to uh, contribute and provide as much benefit as possible so very happy man very happy to be here thank you so
0: much yeah no problem all right take care